Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, lots to get to, Nebraska, Wisconsin tomorrow in football, other games across college football and the NFL, and last night, if there was some basketball, I guess you could say that for, there was some basketball being played by one team, it was not Nebraska, Creighton was on last night, they played good, I didn't watch that game, they won 80-51, to 51. They beat UC Riverside. Their first ten minutes of the, or the last ten minutes of the first half, and the first ten minutes of the second half, Creighton looked like a bona fide top ten team. UC Riverside falls eighty to fifty one to tenth ranked Creighton. Creighton only had seven. And turnovers. I care little about that game. Let's talk about Creighton. because I don't want to talk about Creighton. Creighton yeah, basketball is not this program. Not this show's that, that, mantra. I'm just poking at you. Yeah, you are. Seven turnovers for the Blue Jays is all. Who they play again? UC Riverside. A team that beat Nebraska in Hoiberg's first game here. His first ever game as coach. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Jake. The one thing you notice right away about Creighton is Kalkbrenner has developed. You're a big – now, serious conversation. You're a big developmental guy. You watch for development of players. Watch Kalkbrenner. See – that coach over there, Greg McDermott, has done a great job with Kalkbrenner, the seven-footer. Yeah. And he's a, he's a bit of a monster right now, Jake. Now, you, you see him. I remember two years ago, I saw him, and ah, he's little. I mean, he's, he's slight. He's got to bulk up. Well, now he's bulked up. Big shoulders. He's grown. They're good. Boy, they're good. Uh, no, had, one's no one's denying that. Shireman at 17. Well, that's enough Creighton talk for today. Nebraska basketball played last night. Kind of. <laughs> You're just looking at me like, what are you doing? Yeah, Nebraska. <laughs> what are you doing over a, there? That's our idle chit-chat. Creighton today. That's, that makes you want to vomit. About idle chit-chat sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. It's the worst we've ever had for idle chit-chat. It makes me want to die. <laughs> what about this idle chit-chat? Went to Super Saver last night. <laughs> Noticed something. Just Excellent storm music. Yeah, what they what they play? Hitching a ride, hitching a ride. Gotta get me home. I wonder if people. I mean, I was. I think about the workers that work those eight hour shifts and how important that music must be to them. Wouldn't it that's, be important? That's probably a good point. Yeah. You'd, I mean, what if it was bad? You didn't like it, and it was eight hours of. Well, I can tell you personally. I, I used to work at a restaurant, you know, back in yeah, high school. Yeah, you were the and, salad manager. The sides manager. <laughs> Salads were part of that. Yes. Yeah. And my mood was definitely affected by the music that the boss was playing. It was yeah. not consistent. It right. was sometimes like 50s music, yeah. which was okay at times. And at times it was country music, which I didn't like back then. Right. Now I do. Right. But it would affect your mood saying, okay, sure. what, what music's on today? Yeah. Oh, we're playing the 50s stuff today. Okay, well. That Super Saver music's pipe pretty loud, too. Yeah, well, same for High V, all that stuff. Oh, uh, they played, They played. I think it's a Frankie Valley song, My Eyes Adore Adored You. know I like Frankie you. Valley in the Four Seasons. I think that's Frankie Valley, My Eyes Adored You. 
though I never laid a hand on you, my eyes adored you. Whoa, whoa, like a million miles away from I me. I could not. I don't know that one. Really? If I heard him singing, I could tell that's him, though. Okay. Idle Chit Chat. Sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care here in Lincoln. All right, Nebraska. Okay, what Huskers, do we do with this? Nebraska basket. We, we'll get to football here in a second. I promise it's not going to be a full basketball segment, but it was, uh, <laughs> would you say promising for the first half? It wasn't good offense still in the first half. Nebraska yeah, was, at one point led by 10 points in the first half. I thought it was 22 to 12. I thought this in the first half. This is a team, and I maybe, I still think this to a certain degree. Nebraska's a team this year, Fred's team, is one that can win rock fights. They're going to have to keep it low scoring. But then what happened in the second half is St. John scored 50 points in the second half. I don't know whether to overreact to this or underreact or not talk about it or just kind of keep it adult. Keeping it adult is no fun. Um, I, I was really disappointed. Now, here's why. Here's why. Did, no, 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 I'm not going to overreact. I'm going to stay sane on this. I just want you to – I just wonder what you think about this. You're, you are looking at me today like I'm nuts. You, you brought up Creighton earlier, and I'm, I'm disgusted still a little bit. I wonder Pope what these Nebraska fans that sit down at 530, they, they, they take time in their day, like you did and I did. We sat – I sat I, – I planned my day, my work day around sitting down and watching this game. Now, you do that. And then you see that. What what goes through the mind of these Nebraska fans? And what goes through the mind of Trev Alberts, by the well, way? Well, um, okay, Nebraska fans are used to this is the sad part. They can't the first half, Nebraska led at halftime 27-20. to It was still not good offensively. They played good defense because St. John's missed a bunch of shots. Yeah. <clears throat> and then... Okay, Saint, so, <clears throat> so first half shooting. Yeah. Nebraska shot 34 percent from the field <laughs> they, they were three for 13 on threes and two for seven on free throws in the first so half. it wasn't a great first half even though they were leading in the first half st john's you really wondered about st john's in the first half because they shot 23.5 percent and 0 for 10 from three-point land and i thought okay mike anderson's a good coach oh for 10 on threes in the first half yeah, i said I, th- I was thinking mike anderson's a good coach but he's got a bad team now then in the second half you could I didn't – I don't know. I was watching Nebraska so closely that I wasn't paying that much attention to St. John's. And then it kind of crystallized in your brain. They got Cabrello at point guard. Yeah, so they got an inside-outside. Andre Cabrello. Yeah. They got a good inside-outside with, with, yeah, the Illinois transfer, Andre Cabrello. And then they have the big Joel Soriano. He had uh, 17 points and 18 rebounds last night. They got they got two. I mean, they have that inside outside combination. Nebraska, this real Jake, what you saw is Nebraska could not handle St. John's pressure. The guards, Nebraska's no. guards, really struggled. Well, yeah, Sam Greasel had eight turnovers eight last turnovers. night as your as your your point guard. Now, what I'm going to tell you something, and you you know this, it goes without saying. Big Ten teams watch that, and yep. what are they going to do? They're going to extend the pressure. As they should. Yeah. You know, if you've got a team that has questionable dribbling ability, right. then pressure them. Right. Make it easier for yourself. They're going to extend that pressure. Uh, you know, Nebraska handled it okay in the first half. Second half just fell apart. Yeah, it fell apart. I mean, you know, St. John's storms out to you know, the first seven points. Then the rest, you get a free throw to make it still 28-27. But then after that, 
St. John's just went on a run. I mean, they outscored Nebraska 50-23 to in the second half. They win by 20. At one point, this was a 25-point game. Go back to the first half. Nebraska was up by 7 at halftime. In the second half, at one point, St. John's led the game by 25 points, yeah. which means they were outscoring you by 32 points in the second yeah, half at that caved point. In. Caved Amazing. In. Yeah. So, again, you don't – I'm keeping an open mind on this team. It's one game. It's their first right. game on the road. Yes. I and I'll I will keep keep an open mind, but that's just a. I mean, I, I was telling people yesterday that were asking me, "What do you think about this team?" I was in Beatrice in your town, okay. and I said, "Well, I'll t- ask me after tonight." <laughs> well, now what? Uh, consistent problems. You mentioned this, but I mean, Nebraska five for twenty-seven on threes. You're not going to win basketball games like that, and they do that all the time. Free that's throw a it's a trend. It's not. That's who they are. That's their trait. They are not a good three-point shooting okay, team. Stop there. So I ask you. Okay, now what then? You don't have a Michigan center. That guy's name is Hunter Dickinson. You don't have Hunter Dickinson on your roster. I mean, you got you'll get Derek Walker back pretty soon. I Fred's talking about that, and what what we've said is the first part of December, but. Derek Walker is not Hunter Dickinson. I mean, Derek Walker's six foot seven. Yeah. I mean, I don't even classify him as a big. So, so I ask you, Jake, mm. if you're not a good outside shooting team, if you're not hitting your outside shots, then what? Well, Creighton, Creighton's multidimensional. Yes. That Creighton will hammer it into Kalkbrenner. They haven't. They have other bigs that can. Arthur Kamura is that his name? Um, yeah, for his last, Kaluma. 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 Yeah, Kaluma. Um, not a big, but in, certainly an, in, in the paint player that can score. Um, you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't care about Creighton. I care about the Big Ten teams. Yeah, the Blue Jays look good yesterday. 80-51 to 51 was the You're final. You're upsetting the other people. Oh, not just me. Oh, the text is saying, shut up about this Creighton. <laughs> this is a, a non-Creighton audience. We don't talk Creighton basketball. All right, I'll stop. Big they Ten. Good last but night. there are Big Ten teams that can score from the outside and the inside. All right. I mean, think about think about Purdue. Purdue always has a guy that's seven foot five down low, and they have a guy that can hit threes from the outside, and that's why they're a dangerous team. What's every Creighton year? Nebraska going to look like? <laughs> All right, I'll stop. What, what, why are you doing this? You like poking the bear. There's one thing about poking, but stabbing the bear is not one thing. <laughs> it's getting gory. Anyway, Huskers two and one now. They play Arkansas Pine Bluff on Sunday. Who, Sunday. They're one and four, but they have an eight-point loss to Oklahoma. They have a one-point loss to TCU. They had a you know, bad loss to Kent State in there, but um, that'll be a tough game for Nebraska. Um, bright spots. Tomanaga had fifteen, five for eight uh, from the field, three for six from the three-point line. Not my, not my, in terms of bright spots. I wouldn't go too much further. Well, than that. I, I, I can try to do one more bright spot. I mean, this is a team that in the past couple of years has not just been losing the rebounding battle. They've been dominated. They only lost by six points, six rebounds. I mean, okay. 52 that's, to 46. Yeah, that's I, but that said, that's a, they still lost that advantage. And I'm saying that's a bright spot. I know. I know. That's why I, I'm not investing that much energy right now into Nebraska basketball because they have to earn that back from the fan base. No. They do. They don't. They don't. They don't just deserve full crowds because they're there. You got. You have to. You have to show something of growth 
and trying for the fans to continue to show up in full, I mean, know, full droves. Right. Now, now, so along those lines, Jake, we're, we're not paid to state the obvious, okay? So what you have to help me with and I have to help you with and try to help the listeners with, did you see a path for this team to have a – to win 17, 18 no. games? 17 or 18? Mm. That wouldn't even – that might not even get – that might get you in the NIT. If this team can figure out how to make three-pointers consistently, then sure, but they just haven't and they don't. Okay, now hold on. Stop. Think about it. Think about what you just said. So it's totally reliant on three-pointers three going in. What kind of program is that? They shoot a lot of them. They shot 27. What kind of program are you if that's what it is? Nebraska's not a very good program. That's very evident. What kind of program says we have to hit our threes? That's just a that's just a crapshoot team. Then that's it, all that well, is. What, what is Nebraska? Then, Aren't they a crapshoot team? Then to that's you? all that is because you're gonna. I mean, you're th- yeah. There's gonna be a night when they hit threes and they're gonna look good. How would you How would you describe them otherwise? How How would you answer your own question? Well, I, they're gonna they're gonna have to. Well, Fred's they got the right going. idea. He's got the right idea. They're not a good offensive team, so they're gonna have to play well defensively. Which they which did. Which has for never a, been Fred's mo. No, it hasn't. And they did it for a half, and then yes. they allowed fifty in the second half. Right. And and didn't play good defense at all. No. There was a yeah, couple no. times where in the second half, like one time they pulled it to seven, and then what happened, Jake? Now this is the kind of stuff that's gut punched fans. Nebraska pulls it to seven at one point early in the second half, or in the second half, as St. John's was making its big run. Yeah. Nebraska kind of stemmed the tide, but makes a basket, and then allows a baseline drive and dunk. Just an open baseline drive, just a very elementary, you can't do that. You don't give a guy baseline, especially in Division One, where he can just throw it down with two hands. Okay? That's the kind of things that you look at and go, they're not a very good program. Mm. They're just not. They didn't, they didn't play good defense in the second half. If they're not a good offensive team, and then they allow 50 points to a bad off – I mean, I don't, I don't think St. John's is a good offensive team. No, I, they're not. They good scored 50 team. points in the second half. That's a problem. They had yeah. 20 in the first half, 50 in the second. So you got to figure out – now, the path is Greasel's got to play better, but here's what's going to happen, Jake. Here's what's going to happen. Teams see this film, and they will gang – they will extend pressure against Nebraska's guards. It'll be Greasel or, or Bandemol. Bandemol handles the ball, too, a lot. And he did, mm, I don't know, how many turnovers? He had, he had three turnovers. Yeah, he was satisfactory, but you could tell he had trouble against the pressure. Nebraska had trouble against the pressure. Yeah. Tomonaga doesn't help you against the pressure. No, not at all. He can't nope. handle the ball. No, he can't. But I, I'm telling you, I was still, I was pretty surprised to see consistently – Greece will struggle that badly. Well, this isn't the summit. That I know wasn't that, the summit I, league. That, that's that was very evident last night. Yeah. So, right? it's a it's a level up now. St. John's is a very average team. Right? Uh, now they're they're pretty good defensively though. Overall, they're average. Yeah, they're they're poor so. shooting, yeah, but despite that. the second half, makes their good defense even out to be an average basketball. Is there a team. chance that we are underestimating St. John's? They might. I mean, they'll they'll win games in their in the Big East. They, they will. They look like a middle of the pack. Yeah, Big but they're East nothing team. special. Doesn't look like it. Their defense will frustrate teams. Yeah, it will. But their offense will frustrate themselves because they can't score. Right. Usually, besides the second half. Right. So, uh, again, you're you, distraught. Well, I I. Here's the thing. I, I, I said going into that game, I thought that Nebraska would lose. Wow, breaking news. What, how, that's a breaking news. 
But the problem is that they suck you in with that first half, saying, oh, we're up by seven. Now I'm going to invest and I'm going to believe in this. And then the gut punch happens because you, you chose to invest deeper. So what you ask Fred is, okay, so what? why did they come out of the halftime locker room? What was that? Did they do something? Did they, St. John's, do something so much different? They that- showed up. They showed up. They turned it up. They turned up a notch defensively. They yeah, turned up they a did. notch offensively. That's a good – that's that's – that's the observation. They did. They they extended the pressure even more. <clears throat> I don't know about extending the pressure, but they turned up the pressure. Hey, here's a stat for you, Sip. Uh, despite Nebraska had 17 turnovers, St. John's had 13. Mm-hmm. St. John's had 21 points off turnovers. Nebraska had two. Yeah. Fast break stuff there, man. St. John's imposed its will. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. They, did. they got easy buckets. And, and the thing is, I still watch Nebraska miss layups. They miss they miss bunnies. Oh, yeah. They miss gimmies yeah. time and time again. This is a problem. That, you know, they, we know they had problems scoring at the rim the last couple of years. Where they, they'd get there but just couldn't finish. Verge, McGowan's, mm-hmm. Banton. They'd get home. They'd miss. Mm-hmm. I saw it again last night. You know, Jawan Gary had five, off, he had five offensive boards. And I think three of those he had chances at putbacks and just frankly missed bunnies. Right. Now, I'll tell you this, Jake. When Bandamel goes two for 10 and Jawan Gary goes four for 14 and Greasel has eight turnovers, you're not winning money games at all. No. You're not. I mean, Gary and Bandamel are good players, good transfers that they're leaning on hard. Now, you add C.J. Wilcher going one for six from the three-point line, yep. and you're in deep trouble because Wilcher doesn't give you anything else, really. If Wilcher's not hitting threes – what is Wilcher? He's, he, he's got to be a three-point yeah, shooter. He's not going. He's not getting to the hoop very often. He's not. He's a defensive liability, um, and yeah. Oh, one little interesting nugget though. I now we can steer away from this for a second. We'll get to the callers. I just wanted to share a little interesting nugget with you. I found this interesting. You might yawn. I found it interesting on a human level. Doc Sadler takes a special analyst job yes. with Porter Mosier. He's Oklahoma. Gonna work, he's going to work till April. And Doc's living in a Winnebago van in the parking lot of the Lloyd Noble Center. That's how he's going to live. He's going he's gonna to hook up his van. And, that and, seems like a very Doc Sadler type of thing. Yeah, I like it. Has a TV we in there. We can give you a Winnebago outside of the studio if you That's want. possible. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. You know me well enough. I'll talk to the RV people in town and see what I can do for you. <laughs> you know me well enough. I could do it. Possible. Um, that, uh, I thought that was interesting. Let's take some calls. We have phone calls who have been patiently waiting on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. 402-464-5685. Call or text, as always. Who's up first on... <laughs> Turnover. It's, yeah, I turned it over. Yeah. Okay, let's try this one. If you can hear us, you're on early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. Hey, good morning, Jake, Steve. How are you? There you are. Chris at the Baldwin shop. We've been wondering where you are. I am at the Baldwin shop, about ready to eat my breakfast here at you guys. Hmm. Uh, happy Friday to you guys. Yes, I want I want to hear what, what what's the tone at the Baldwin shop going to be about Nebraska hoops? Do you talk about Nebraska hoops? I guess. Uh, you know, we do some. You know, I, I got home last night and watched that game, Steve Jake. And, you know, the, the, I, I had a, actually had a little hope in the first half there. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, in the second half, you know, things unraveled pretty quickly. 
um, the St. John's. You know, I don't know. I'm getting the idea. I, you know, when I first heard that they were playing Sam Grusel at, at, at point guard out there, I thought, you know, God, he's six foot seven, you know, and I don't know how quick he is. Now, I watched Sam at Lincoln East. Okay. Uh, probably his junior and senior year. Uh, Millard North had a had a, a friend of mine. His son was playing on on the Millard North team, and they came. They played Lincoln East a couple of times there, and and Sam really impressed me. But you know, I, Jake, I think he's more of a of a forward type. I he just looked awkward handling the ball last night. And you were talking about the turnovers at one point there. Just about four or five minutes into the second half, he had two turnovers right in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he was just being out quick. Yeah, he was. You know, they they, they were just they were just quicker. I, I I just don't think Sam's got that quickness hmm. to play that that point guard. He's a good basketball player. Don't get me wrong. I, I think is. Sam's good, but I I God, I think they're playing him out of position there. But anyway, that that's a very amateurish opinion here coming from me but uh, uh yeah it was disappointing but you know uh, steve jake i think it's going to be a long year i really do i it, it just doesn't look good um you know i i've watched i've seen watch michigan state a couple of times uh on when they played on the aircraft carrier there last friday against gonzaga mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and uh and they should have won that game and and uh then i watched them against kentucky and uh, you know they, hey, you know Michigan State's for a team not being ranked. I tell you what, uh, teams better be beware of Michigan State this year. You know, so uh, but they'll be ranked next week for sure. I'm, I'm sure. But uh, guys, I don't know. I <laughs> from this, from this disappointing football season rolling into basketball season. Oh uh, boy, it's yeah. it's it. Could be a long winter, but uh, anyway, guys. Oh, man. Well, listen, man. guys. I'm going to hang up okay. and, and listen to your great show. Uh, it's a uh, dress warm tomorrow because cold. it's going to be cold. It's cold out here this morning. So, uh, but anyway, guys. Hey, great show. Great talking to you. And we'll talk to you next week about the football game. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for getting can up. Can I read a text real quick? Sure. This is from Matt G on the text line four six four five six eight five. He says, it's so difficult to listen to men's basketball sucking again on top of football. Endless nightmare in Lincoln. Yeah. I mean, we, I don't know. How do you push back on that? Well, how do you spin that positively? I don't know that I'm going to try. We just got to come up with ways to deal with it because it's real. It is real. It, and I don't know what to say sometimes. I don't want to overreact to this either. Think, think about what could have happened last <coughs> night if, if Nebraska, you know, pulls out the win if they if they follow up their their seven point lead in the first half and just frankly show up in the second half and don't you know just let it go down their leg the whole time <clears throat> if they if they win that game you got people that right now are very passive fans who are, are following passively because they don't want to get their hearts ripped out by another bad product they might start believing but the second half says same old same old Nebraska for those it those does people. we gotta hope we gotta hope it's just a bad night we got. There's another thing you got to hope. You got to hope St. John's is better than you think. You got to hope St. John's is a top 25 team. 
That team... Was, I didn't see that. They were trailing at halftime to Central Connecticut State in their previous game. Now, they won handily, mm-hmm. but they also were trailing at halftime to them. Curbelo and Joel Soriano are good. Um, Curbelo's not a scorer. I mean, he was no, three, he's not. three for ten, seven points. He did have seven assists, so he was good in that, that regard. But Curbelo is a... Four steals also for Curbelo. Right, and he's a floor general. He's a good guard. They got in the big is like I said. Sor- you had Soriano stats. Other than those two, they're not. There's not that much there. Um, so I don't know. I but you got to hope that that St. John's is a little bit better, and you got to hope that Nebraska plays teams that don't play very good on the ball defense, <laughs> which is probably very, you're not going to find in, very in few. the Big Ten. Yeah, that's gotta, not yeah. very common. Uh-huh. Now maybe some non-con games possibly, but RJ has this take on the team. The Nebraska basketball team looks like Hoiberg went down to the local rec center and grabbed a bunch of random guys playing a pickup game. I don't know about that. That's where people are at with this team already. Hey, let's don't don't forget, people. This was Hoiberg's first two and zero start as Nebraska's coach. They'll probably be three and one. I just told you Pine Bluff's not an easy win Sunday. Pine Bluff should have beat TCU. And they lost to Oklahoma by eight. Okay, that's no, their record. That's good. I mean, they're it's good they're, not a, they're not a very attractive team. Right, their record's not very good because they played tough competition. Now they lost to Kent State handily, which was unfortunate for them. Uh, I think they played Cleveland State last night. I don't know what the score was of that game, but Arkansas Pine Bluff is not going to be by any means a pushover. They're not going to be scared at all of Nebraska Sunday. Fred's got to expect the battle. Expect the battle <coughs> Sunday. Fred's got to get his guys back here and. And get over that loss. They will. Kids are move on quick. They move on quick. They got their teeth rattled in New York. They, they really did. did. They really did. Again, that you can you can respond two ways. You can respond and get pissed and and, and work hard, or or you can go sulk and it gets worse. Wouldn't it be nice if we were talking about a win and then and then Nebraska ends that streak against Wisconsin? Um, Mickey keeps writing 2012 on the grease board all week. Those kids are seeing 2012 every day. 2012. Hope it matters. That's Hope the, it matters. Yeah, that's the last time they beat them. Last one before we get to break. Brody in McPherson, Kansas chimes in. Says, I say we scratch the basketball program and play hockey. Hmm. Yeah. Shireman had 17 last night. Mm, that's too bad. <laughs> Baylor. From Aurora. Nebraska wanted him, didn't get him, and I don't, I don't, I don't blame the kid. I really don't. You want to go to a struggling program in the Big Ten or one that's got a chance to do something in the Big Ten? I mean, East? the reason I raised Creighton is because it was one of those things, Jake. On FS1, it was back to back. It was Nebraska St. John's, and then Creighton UC, UC Riverside. Click when the game ended. <laughs> Actually, before the game ended, I was went click. That's enough for me. That's enough for me. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Hey, there's some Click. good news for tomorrow. <laughs> Casey Thompson apparently is going to play. We'll discuss that next in early break of the ticket. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. 
<clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price.